To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Sunday Session Podcast with Francesca Rutkin from Newstalk ZB. Travel with Wendy Wu Tours, unique, fully inclusive tours around the world. Megan Singleton is with us now, of course, to talk travel. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, uh, I know that you came back through Auckland Airport recently Mm. and you hit a few queues, Mm. which is a pretty familiar story. Uh, I've had had a bit of good luck coming through there, moving relatively swiftly, but it it can get a little bit deadlocked, can't it? Oh my gosh. Look, so many people are talking about this now. Everyone I know who's travelling either in or out of the country is talking about what's going on at Auckland Airport. So when I came in last Sunday after I spoke to you, um, there were 10 flights on the board. One of those flights was a cancelled flight that people had to deboard and line up, go and get their luggage back off the carousel. They were also herded back through the MPI line, which doesn't make any sense at all. They wouldn't have even had the declaration forms because they hadn't been anywhere. There would have been conservatively 2,000 people in the arrivals um, hall trying to get their luggage and trying to line up in these sort of nonsensical sort of lines that don't really go anywhere. So I've been doing a bit of thinking about it, and I've got some tips. I've got some tips for how to deal with it because I don't want to just have a rant, although that's nice. Thank you for letting me have a little rant. (laughs) But um, so Auckland Airport has an app. So what you should do is check your timing, um, your arrival or your um, departure times. For example, I've just checked just now. There are seven flights departing Auckland International Airport in the next hour. And there are um, six flights um, arriving before 1 p.m., so you've just got to do the math on that and go, that's two or 300 people per flight. That's how many people are going to be there. That's how long I'm going to need to allow to get through, um, you know, check-in, customs and screening and get to my gate or vice versa if you're coming in. Expect that these are the lengths of the lines that are going to be there. And gotcha. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's just a staffing issue. When I went through, there were two vacant MPI counters, which was very frustrating given that there were at least two and a half thousand of us trying to get through. Um, Maybe it's a staffing issue, but when I went into Melbourne, and I just talked to a friend just now who went into Brisbane last week, it's all electronic. So you line up at the kiosks sort of as you're walking through. There's several of them positioned along sort of walkway right through Mm. and you fill in your little details you get spat out a wee ticket and then it's all just electronic and you hand in your paper form just as you're leaving the door um which makes a lot of sense the other thing i would just say is if you are connecting and there was some very stressed people connecting to the last flight of the day actually because it was late by now um domestically Make sure, because there's no announcements, make sure that you go through the crew lane. So there were people lining up to do that, people with young families, people with disabilities, people that are connecting. Make yourself known to a staff member and get through the crew lane so that you can hopefully make your connecting flight. Madness. Right, okay. So so basically what you're saying is there's probably going to be no actual improvement at the airport. Uh, space-wise, maybe they'd be able to get some more staff on. So it's up to yeah. you to, f- to do your research to be fully prepared to make it as less stressful for you as possible. Well, that's the 
workaround, you yeah. know? I mean, in all honesty, Auckland Airport could put some systems and processes in place where people that are deboarded a cancelled flight, for example, do not have to line up with 2,000 other people no. and have their, you know, go through MPI. Or where people with domestic flights could be, there could be a sign that says, if you're connecting, this is your lane. I mean, there's nothing like that. And there's no announcements made either. So, you know, it's on them. It's a shambles. It's, it's not like it's a one-off. It happens every single day. The fact that they don't have that organised is astonishing to me. But this is my workaround, so hopefully that'll help you in, you know, in the meantime. Much appreciated, Megan. And, of course, you can find all sorts of tips and tricks for travel on Megan's website, which is bloggeratlarge.com. For more from the Sunday session with Francesca Rudkin, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 9am Sunday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.